Hello, everyone. Welcome to Stepping into Divine Femininity, or it's a feminine divinity. This is our uh, second series on that podcast. And uh, I'm here again with my wonderful cohort, Stephanie, uh, Cornelia Stephanie. She's the founder of Cornelia Stephanie Media Group, which is meant to empower you with the relevant, easy to access, easy to use information to live healthy and happy lives so we can together collectively birth, rebirth this uh, heaven on earth and live in such a way. But uh, so this podcast on stepping into um, feminine divinity has to do with our mission and vision is for every woman to step into their God-given power is to remember their femininity, is to remember and tune into their inner voice. And in the process of doing, I know that there has been a lot of wounding, that's the human life. And the process is to uh, using the wounding as a catalyst to step into that power. And so the process is, um, you know, process can be long and arduous, but the process is, does not mean that we first go through the process and then we will step into everything happens hand in hand. As we are healing, we are the, the part of healing is stepping into, is becoming more of who you are designed and meant to be. And that is the healing. So that's the topic that we are talking about. Again, just a reminder that the it's a desire for every woman to be heard, to be seen, to be appreciated, to be valued in their full glory. So that's what we touched upon in our last podcast. And so we're just going to carry on with the conversation. And so um, Cornelia, any other, you know, starting point before we carry on? Yes, I think you, you laid it out beautifully. Uh, it's an honor and a pleasure, an honor and a pleasure as the divine feminine energy to be here today with you. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here and speak about this where we are fully now embracing our divinity as uh, sovereign women and that we're claiming our power that we're embracing our uh, divinity and that we're not apologizing for it and one of the ways that we talk about is uh, really owning, taking ownership of being the model of what that looks like and how that plays out in our life, in our personal life and in our inner circle, because really, truly, that is where it begins. And it begins with the woman, you herself, showing up in her full honor. She's fiercely standing strong knowing who she is and she's putting her boundaries, communicating her boundaries, what she will and will not tolerate in today's world. Absolutely. And do we ever need that more and more and examples of and the reminders how much we need this continue to show in our external world every day. And so the way to make a change is internally. So when we are internally steadfast and have a strong foundation, we are a better um, 
we are better prepared to handle the external in a very um, beautiful, honoring the women and in, a, in just a much more useful way, in a much more sustainable way. And uh, you mentioned something about the, you know, the last podcast, we did talk about like the history and the blocks and the traumas, and that's what we will continue to unravel and talk about today. And, you know, you also mentioned in 2012, we were hiding behind in the women's circles. And some of us, we didn't even kind of want to tell anybody we were doing women's circles because everybody just raised their eyes. And today, here we are, there's no apologies. Actually, you know, um, no apologies can be made for the work that is needed, that's worthwhile, and that we are directed to do. So, yeah. And I think you also said it last time that I think you made that statement that all, all, all birth comes through a woman. All Absolutely. Birth. Women give birth to the world. I mean, if we can't plainly and simply even recognize and value that, I, I don't think there could be anything more, I hate to use the word shameful, like it's, it's like the truth is staring at you right in front of the eye. And if COVID has taught us anything, it really should have that there's no messing with mother nature, but you know, the fools will continue. They don't listen to the message and we will continue to mess with mother nature, but it doesn't matter. There's, that's the supreme intelligence. That's the, the biggest mind, the Mahat, the greatest mind. And, you know, as humans, we can try, um, but we're not going to get anywhere. So it's something really, it's, it's, it's we embody nature. We embody mother nature. We, we are close to nature. We give birth and time after time after time. And I, I always wonder why it is that it's the women that are suppressed. It's the women that are controlled or blocked from their own path. The reason is anytime when we see something that seem, that's very powerful, there's a fear about that. And when, the, when there's a fear about something powerful, you know, we seek to get rid of it. It's, we seek to get rid of it. When there's a fear about something mysterious, something beyond our control, we seek to diminish it. So just the fact that we have endured this against ourselves for the time immemorial from, from such a, you know, the history of women being- um, Devalued. Devalued, exactly that um, that's it, it, what, it, what I want women who are listening to point this out to you, that is because you are something of value. You know, it's really beautiful right now. Uh, I'm, and I'm in the presence, I'm traveling and I'm in yeah. this home here. And the, the woman that is here in this home, she is 96 years old. Wow. And it's really incredible to listen to because you talked about conditioning mm -hmm. of our past mm -hmm. and I mean for someone that's 96 years old born in 1921 uh, something yeah. like that. wow my gosh she knows history right knows history and so even talking with her about uh, the devaluing of the feminine and how that has played its role in her life and how she's had to 
fight all the way through in her life for her own voice, her own feminine expression, mm-hmm. for her own wisdom to be heard and still is playing out in her life today, even getting her voice heard and getting her, um, you know, her energy honored because she's also still in this body now and still clearing some of Mm -hmm. that old conditioning, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just, this is the time that we're in to bring back and restore, restore the original uh, plan for the divine feminine and for women to be honored and that's not to say that the masculine energy isn't honored Mm -hmm. as well we're talking about honoring uh life life force energy and that's the frequency of the divine feminine divine feminine yeah exactly and you know i not too long ago i did a a podcast on cultural conditioning and i you know i was invited to speak to a group and they so i started by i shared a story which i'll just briefly share here so there was a, a newly married woman. Um, after a few years of her marriage, she goes to the mother-in-law. She goes, I, who is my husband? Mm. She said, the mother-in-law said, do you have the nerve to ask me that? I've mm. been married for 60 years. I still don't know who my husband is. Mm. That's when there must have been like a tribal marriages or something, or I don't know, you know, there must have been like a tribal marriages, like a family marriages, I, you know. And so what that brought to my mind is the inability to question. So when we don't question, we remain conditioned to the old. And that's what's really important is to question. So that's what happens with conditioning, right? We don't even think. We think that this is the way. We think that this is the law. We think everybody does it. We should do it. So how do you clue in to understand that you've been conditioned? You clue in to understand when you look at your state of your being, your experiences, your mental and emotional health, and how it is that you are feeling then that should be a clue. Even that becomes tricky when this is you own, you've been accustomed to feeling a certain way all the time. But I think when you, what happens something that the, at some point in time, the pain becomes so intense that um, you're forced to look. It's like, what is happening? Why am I so unhappy? That's when you begin to question and that's the time to uncondition. Yeah, and I, I think brilliant, brilliant the way that you talked about this right there. And you mentioned several things that I want to touch on. One of them is how are you feeling? Uh, This is one of my favorite all time favorite, favorite, favorite divine feminine practices Mm. that I continuously ask myself. And I have found that when I ask myself, how are you feeling about anything that is, uh, that is too much or causing discomfort or anything that is there, because there's a truth inside of me that is waiting to be unearthed and discovered by the inquiry of how are you feeling? It does not mean that my feelings are valid and in, in the sense that uh, there is just old energy that is coming up. Trying to be freed, yeah. Yeah, that wants to be freed. And that is all part of that old conditioning that you're talking about. And especially now with, you know, everything that is being thrown at us left and right about I know. constantly about how we should do this and what we should do. And this is the way it is. And you, you mentioned the other thing I wanted to touch upon, and that is to question. 
mm-hmm. and to question everything, to question mm-hmm. everything. Is this true? Is this really the way I'm supposed to go? Is this really how I'm supposed to respond here? What is my inner instinct saying? What is my feelings about what the narrative that's being played out? And I don't feel like I want to follow this or do this. Exactly, yeah. that, That it's too much. And that's why that what you said of asking how you're feeling that's always going to be the first thing to ask your inner self, how are you feeling, babe? How are you feeling? Exactly. How are you feeling? And what do you need? And you know, the truth is always seeking to be heard. That, that it's in your feeling sense. You're feeling out of source. You're feeling the emotions. And it's, we have been accustomed to second guessing, suppressing, keeping the peace. And there has to come a point where that truth becomes more important than keeping the peace. Peace is overrated. There are certain times when peace should not be kept because it's it's really not a peace. What it is, it's carrying underneath it a volcano that's going to be erupted. And that's much more destructive than if you clue into how you're feeling, what is your truth, what is it that you know today? You know, it is so ironic. It, it's, it's really... Um, very telling when you have any kind of conversation with, you know, a, a person that you know, a friend or somebody that you meet, how jaded our uh, way of thinking has become, how we have fallen time over time over again into the same old way of behaving because of the convenience of it. Because I just rather bow my head, it's just convenient, and I kind of am living, I'm pretending to live, really not living, because that you're not living your truth. And it, I just think that so what, a, what a waste of human potential, what a waste of feminine potential that is, when we don't question, we don't align with what we feel, what we need, and there cannot be any fear when we are speaking our truth. So again, questioning whose voices it is that I'm listening to, whose voice, whose orders am I following, whose footsteps am I following? Should I be following that or not? So many of the young clients that I have, they suffer with uh, being a good mother, not a good mother. They're judged, a responsibility. I'm supposed to be feeling joy, but all I feel is anger towards my child because they take so much out of me. And there's so much guilt about that. There's so this is all conditioning. It's really? all conditioning. And all conditioning. You know, I, I think this is so such a good, such a good point when we look at, I think, did we touch on guilt the last time a little bit? I may have probably not, but that's like a huge, that's a that's like a book coming in on my side. It's yeah. it is a whole new well, I know that yeah. I've I've spoken about it in one of my other podcasts, self-realization yeah. in the inner child is where I talked about guilt, that guilt is, again, when you're talking about conditioning, guilt is a useless uh, program that we were conditioned by to feel guilty if we uh, experience any type of self-care or pleasure first, we should feel guilty about that self-care, that we should Mm. feel guilty about that. And that was a religious program that was 
laid out for during the Piscean age when Piscean age, yeah. we were, we were uh, the sacrificial lambs sacrificing mm -hmm. ourselves for another person and not uh, looking at that self-love because that was always the missing piece is bringing that self-love first to you and then once you are, have put that mask on, then you can put it on the children. So the mother that is angry, uh, that is giving so much, that feels like she obviously uh, is being asked to really look at what's at the root of her anger, because that anger, there's a, there's a fire that is uh, a truth that's waiting to be claimed from that anger. And this is a beautiful way for her to uh, discover what's underneath that anger so that she can uh, find out what her truth is. Exactly, but, yeah. But first and foremost is to know that guilt is a feeling. It's not even an emotion at all. And yeah. guilt is, is not something that you need to still uh, play with in your universe, in your reality. You don't mm. even need to, your body does not like to feel guilty because it's a low vibration and it's not a feeling that you would want. You wouldn't want to uh, go to your closet if the, the closset has a, 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 an outfit in there that says, feel this guilt, put this on and see how this feels. You would not want to feel it because your body doesn't vibrate uh, well in that frequency. And it's a feeling you can choose or not choose to have. And from the conditioning from the old, when we were conditioned to feel guilty because we want to feel better. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, a mental it's, construct. It's it's a feeling that doesn't. It's 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 useless. Mm -hmm. Guilt is a feeling that's useless. You can release it from your vocabulary and stop uh, participating in the feeling of guilt. Absolutely, because these are all ego-driven uh, constructs, you know, guilt, shame, and blame, they all kind of go together. So I always think guilt is kind of, we use guilt to mentally uh, equalize something. Uh, I, you know, do some, do it this way. I'm going to do it my way. Fine. I'll plus a little bit of the guilt equals leave me alone. Right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's just, you know, guilt and doubt. These are like the, the most useless way to spend our energy. And if, you know, there's the thing, when we follow our truth, when we can tune into our inner voice and when we can have the courage to follow it, you will never find guilt anywhere. You know, I always tell people, truth speaks for itself. Nobody can fight your truth. If you can be vulnerable and say, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I can do. This is what I will not do. This is what this is doing to me. I'm not going to follow that. How in the world anybody can fight with that? It's just that we've been, you know, again, along with that, we've been taught the fear, fear of being rejected, fear of being judgment. You know, we, we're done with that kind of crap. Yeah, we're and done, I think we're done you know, with deciding, you know, like when I talk to people, when they say, Oh, I feel guilty if I go and I don't want to go to this event, but they want me to be there and I feel guilty if I don't show up. So then they stay in that vibration of guilt, which lowers their mm -hmm. immune system, yeah. which lowers their vibration, which again, if they realize that guilt is not uh, something that's helpful, it's again, it's not helpful at all for the body. It's not, it doesn't, yeah. 
And so it's not something, so basically decide, choose and decide that, hey, I'm going to release guilt out of my vocabulary as an act of self-love mm-hmm. and as an act of the divine feminine. Because as an act of the divine feminine, stepping into her divine feminine power, she's choosing. We don't do guilt over here in this exactly, universe. Exactly, exactly. I love that. That we're giving birth to, that we're creating, that's not yeah. um, the feelings that we have because it doesn't serve. You know, it's, it, these are all such societal conditioning on what's proper, uh, what's acceptable. And the same thing with, you know, being polite. And, you know, I've been told I'm very upfront, the polite way would have been to just suck it up, pretend everything is okay, and just uh, breathe under my tongue and say, oh, my God, when is this going to be over? I go, don't you find that to be the utmost disrespect? for whoever I'm being polite to, then I don't even want to be there than myself. I go, it's the most respectful thing you can do to somebody and for yourself is to be honest. Well, and then isn't it, don't, you know, here's, here's something to note. You've been told that you're very, um, you know. Upfront. Upfront. So <laughs> would you say that that's very direct? Yeah. You are very direct, exactly. very deliberate, very upfront, right? Yeah. But I want you to notice that uh, if you were compared to a masculine energy that was very direct, that was very upfront, you would not at all. I would be appreciated. You yes, would be you know, because I am a feminine energy, I should be pleasing. I should be, you know, paying attention to that everybody else, no eyebrows are raised. But, you know, again, that's your conditioning. Thank you very much. I don't need to buy into that. You know, we don't, that's, that's weird. It's just so subtle. It is so subtle that it's the expectation. Well, you know, we have to have our own expectations. The expectations have to be driven by the source. They have to come from something that is much larger than human being telling us how to be, what to be. And that source is the divine. That's why it's built in. It's God given power. I am not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to be less than just so you can feel comfortable. We are not after comfort. We're not after convenience. We are after truth. That's powerful. And that's exactly that's so powerful. And that's unapologetic. That is the archetype of leadership, which is exactly what we need. If, if, If women are standing there giving their power away, um, you know, being pleasing, being tolerating, yeah. letting, letting basically letting shit slide by. Um, exactly. And that's go. what I, yeah. Anytime when you let shit slide by, it's an assault against your soul. It is. It's, and, and basically it's like, oh, okay. It's an energy leak. I call it an energy it leak. Is. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, cause you, you've got your field, you've got your bioenergetic field mm-hmm. and you're letting this slide by next thing, you know, you're letting this slide by and this slide by and this, and then it accumulates. And then next thing, you know, you, you have given, and you know, time. yeah, exactly. When you do it at one place, I've noticed we don't just do it in a, you know, male dominated world where we do it with our own female friends. Yes. We do it in our homes. We do it in our neighborhoods. We do it in our community. We carry that expectation 
external expectation that has nothing to do with our own inner alignment. And we just be like that everywhere. And look what that does. What that does is, is creates, first of all, it devalues you as a woman. Secondly, you know what we're doing by being that way? We are teaching people it's okay. Right. We are training people how to treat us. You know, give me your expectation. Please tell me how to behave so you will be comfortable. I will follow. That's what we train them. So I always, you know, train people how to treat you by treating you that way and by speaking up against something that you're simply not aligned with. Yeah. And do you know, too, I mean, this is also what then we are continuing the problem by being part of that Mm -hmm. problem. And then on top of it, this is what we're modeling to our children. Exactly. And to, yeah. and because again, you know, we're, we're, we want to shift the environment that we've created, you know, everything that's happening, we've allowed it. Mm-hmm. So let's take responsibility. We've, we've allowed this. And now we have allowed this. Exactly. We've allowed yeah. it. We've allowed mm-hmm. it. Everything that's, that's going on, we have allowed mm-hmm. it to happen. And now we have to really stand up and have really strong boundaries because the children are our future. And children learn what they live. They learn what they live. They look at the examples that others are making. So when you're saying I'm working with young mothers who don't feel like they're good mothers, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously there is a whole lot of work that inner work. Absolutely. Yeah. Really to embrace uh, where they are so that they can feel good about being uh, a mother in today's exactly world. it's just again they're working with all the expectations that have been pushed down their throat and i'm thinking don't even buy into that because without all of that you are you're phenomenal you're going yeah. to be a wonderful mother be in that innocent stage as a mother you're not going to do anything wrong to your child yeah you just simply cannot so trust that you don't need to listen to, you know, you know, everybody's a doctor, everybody wants to give you advice, for whatever reason. And um, you don't, you know, you trust your own voice, you trust your own motherly instincts. And that's what you go by, you don't want to go into what your mother did with your mother's mother did, because frankly, you have no idea how miserable they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of the best things that you can do is you've already got everything inside of you. Yeah. That you've already you've already got everything inside of you. One of the best things that you can do is ask yourself what is it that you want? And what is what, it you need? Yeah. Yeah, what is it that you want? How are you feeling? What is it that you need? And then trust what comes forth and then let that unfold. Let that be enough. Let that be the guiding um, guiding light. And I think in order for, you know, for them to do that, what it takes is for us to that, the continuous wakefulness, the continuous um, level of consciousness, where you, we can live consciously, we don't have to continuously be harping on ourselves, but be mindfully, have be mindful and just continuously, you know, raise that question, especially when you're not feeling joyful, when you're not feeling happy, is raising that question, what am I doing? Is it necessary? Where is it coming from? What is it that I need? What do I feel? What do I need? What do I want? How can I, how can I question all of this so I can align a little bit better with who I truly am so I can breathe easier 
And when you can do that, you're going to positively affect your children, if that's what you're doing, you're going to positively affect your work environment. This is how we make a change in the world. We don't make a change in the world by bowing our head, listening to BS that simply doesn't need to be here. We do not bring a change in the world. That's how we contribute to more BS, like we really need it, right? You know, by that's how we participate. So frankly, it's not just something you know, only the chosen few will do this work. To be a human being, to be a feminine, to be a female, it is our responsibility. And you can make that your purpose. You can make that your mission. It doesn't have to be all over the world. Let's begin in our own living room. Let's begin in our own kitchen. Let's begin with a, a family member that you may be relating to or having a question with. Let's begin with that. Let's begin to experience what it feels like when I can speak my voice. What does it feel like when I can actually question saying, why? Who said? Why should I? That doesn't make any sense. Can we begin with that? Can we begin by asking these questions and see how you feel? And if you can tune into that, I'm telling you, there's no stopping. You're going to, you know, only going to go deeper and deeper and step into that feminine power, sovereignty, and God-given wisdom, intuition, and power that you have. You came for this. You came for this. You came for this. Exactly. You came for this. And the, the whole part about learning how to become woman, learning how to become woman is an honor. And it is a pleasure. And it is an honor. There's so much to learning how to become that woman to be all encompassing in your feminine energy it is a lot of uh grace there's a lot of grace there as we continue on you know doing these podcasts i'm looking so forward to the unfolding and especially during the time when we're talking about the raging feminine Mm-hmm. Uh, that that will be a very because you know again becoming woman and the raging feminine and then we have the graceful feminine both and both they're multifaceted it's like the ocean calm as the sea and you know that's these are all facets within us so when we are told or you're supposed to be this way you know you can thank them for the limitations but no that is not correct we are multifaceted. We have many, I mean, women go through the moon cycle and you know your emotions. Your emotions are a gift. It's not a curse. Your ability to feel deeply is a gift. And that's, you know, that's, that's a, let's, should we leave the audience, our listeners with that message? <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and end this series here. So thank you so much for listening and we will return again. Uh, next week uh, for series number third, stepping yes. into your feminine divinity with uh, Cornelia Stephanie. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. And if you want to check out further podcasts, you can find us on your favorite podcast app, Cornelia Stephanie. And you can also check us out on YouTube, Cornelia Stephanie. There's always new podcasts. There is. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much.